0: What's up, family? You are tuned into Law & Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. We're nearing the end of the legislative season, and bills have been sent to the governor's desk for signature. We are joined by Annalisa Ruiz, the policy director at the Young Women's Freedom Center, one of the organizations taking the lead in pushing Assembly Bill 503, which will alter some condition for minors that have been swept up by the criminal legal system. Good morning, Annalisa. Good morning. Thank you so much. And Lisa, can you quickly walk us what AB 503 would do?
1: Yeah, of course. So AB 503 is a bill to end endless probation for young people in California. So the first thing that I would do is it would bring young people back to court every six months with the presumption that they're going to be dismissed from probation um, however, this can be extended based on young people's needs because we know that some resources, some resources are only available through probation or through probation referrals and depend on probation status. So, if a young person is benefiting from the services that they're receiving through the probation that are through the referrals that were placed through probation, the court can decide to extend that. The second thing that it does is it limits the amount of probation conditions that a young person can be given. And so each Croatian condition needs to be developmentally tailored or developmentally appropriate and individually tailored. Um, so W Haywood Burns Institute released a report, um, a few years back that found that 87% of young people on probation were youth of color. Um, they also found just by geography where some counties had young people on probation for an average of over two years. Some counties had six months. And so this bill really just worked to, um, make these policies a little bit
0: more uniform, but also dismantle racism, classism, gender bias, et cetera. It it seemed to me, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that the role of the probation officer in terms of what they suggest to the court will have a big role in whether or not um, a judge will say, okay, you can get off probation, um, or okay, stay because you're getting these resources. Um, How much faith do you have that... Probation officers will act in good faith, and what continued advocacy do you see needing to continue to happen even after Governor Newsom signs this bill, if he signs the bill?
1: Um, So, I I do hope that probation does act in good faith when it comes to a young person's life. We know that might not always be the case, but with this bill, they will have to present evidence to, well, the judge can decide to accept evidence from the DA and the probation officer to decide whether this young person's probation should be extended. So if that is something, again, there has to be that evidence that that the judge has to review. And I think as far as advocacy, we just need to continue. The work is not done. Six months on probation is still a huge chunk of time for a young person, especially in their teenage years. And so even if it is that minimum six months, we still need to continue to push the the um, fact that young people need support and people don't make mistakes because they're bad people and because they need to be in the system, especially in, on probation, that opens this, door, this revolving door of incarceration and perpetuated trauma.
0: Jessica, I want you to say a little bit more about the impacts on a young person when they're swept up in the criminal legal system, the impacts on the quality of their life if they are on probation for months, years at a time.
1: Yeah, so young people, when they're on probation, I mean, we know incarceration is family separation. And so a lot of young people who came and testified and have fought alongside us, advocates for this bill, have talked about how it caused huge strains with their family. Um, Even, you know, a lot of young people who are on probation are given a lot of limits as far as who they can hang out with, what areas they can be in, what time they need to be home. And so a lot of them express really a disconnect in their community, not being able to participate in extracurricular activities or sports or sometimes even after-school events that happen, mental health deteriorates, and so on. Of course, poverty, too, because there's also fees that come with the whole court process, with incarceration, with restitution, et cetera.
0: And this bill addresses that, that as well, right? Uh, the, the, a $250 fine that, that young people can often get straddled with, which is a lot of money for low-income kids and families of color.
1: Yeah, this bill doesn't specifically address that part, but there's definitely other legislation that addresses the fees in the criminal justice system.
0: And then quickly, uh, Jessica, we've got uh, about 60, 90 seconds. Talk about this bill in terms of larger effort by organizations like yours um, to decarcerate um, our young people from jails uh, uh, across uh, the state of california
1: so in the larger picture like i said probation opened this revolving door of incarceration so the thing is that there's you know there's there's laws that cause a young person to be criminalized for things that if they were not on probation they wouldn't otherwise be criminalized for for example staying out past a certain time something as simple as going to the store with your family and not having or not being able to get a hold of your probation officer, et cetera. And so our whole mission to decarcerate and decriminalize young people is really just about making sure that young people are getting the support and you know their self-determination is being embraced so that they can live a sustainable life where they don't have to rely on a system. They don't have the system that's constantly telling them what success is supposed to be for them and what they need to be doing. And young people really just have that um, Ownership of their own life.
0: What's the call to action for the community that's listening to this right now?
1: So we ask that you call into Governor Newsom's office and just um, say your name, where you're from, if you are associated with an organization or just what city you're from, and urge him to support uh, to support AB 503. And then also you can find our hashtag on Twitter, Instagram, and the Probation, AB 503. You can even go to any of our co-sponsor profiles. Alliance for Boys and Men of Color, Young Women Freedom, Young Women's Freedom Center, Courage, Nickel. Um, there's a group of us, but I'm sure you can be able to find that on fact sheets too.
0: And we will link to some of those in the archives of the show. Annalisa Ruiz, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you. Have a great day.
0: You too. Annalisa Ruiz is the policy director at the Young Women's Freedom Center, one of the organizations taking the lead in pushing Assembly Bill 503. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S. And subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawandisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area.